and twelve traditions, not because they were handed down from on high by a bully studio, nor from a dictatorial director. We have no concern for desk-bound screenwriters proclaiming Napoleonic ambitions of control, and we are certainly not adherents of the steps and traditions because we are beholden to the hordes of critics, both high and low, who proclaim to know something of which they write and speak, but hardly do. These sideline vipers who sting and snare and then duck into their holes when the real animals of acting turn on them in anger. We salute and live by these principles because they were generated by the blood experience of those who have lived through the profession, its trials both on and off screen, on and off stage, for surely the pitfalls of everyday life are increased in proportion to the heights one reaches in the realms of performance. One cannot live solely in the airy realms of the imagination. Let these steps and traditions guide you to a balanced life of creativity and truth in a world of surfaces and untruths, through realms of materialism and jealousy, past the vortices of public humiliation and the private, tooth-ringed maws of self-doubt. We are here for you. Let us love you and guide you. We speak of what we do. The Actor's Opinion We of Actors Anonymous believe that the reader will be interested in a professional opinion regarding our situation. There are so many hucksters in the world of performance training that it is important to receive some corroboration from a professional with experience on all levels of the acting strata. To whom it may concern. I have been a professional actor since I was 18. I trained for eight years, and I have been working as a professional actor for 14 years. I have met many actors from all over the world. It is hard to find a common denominator, but there are many similarities in most of the actors I meet. There is usually an ingredient of self-hatred that underlies actors. This hatred manifests in different ways. Sometimes it is so buried that it is virtually unnoticeable. But don't be fooled. It's there. Anyone that is driven to play dress-up for a living is trying to hide something, either from himself or from others. Or the self-hatred may be manifested in the drive for success and fame, the algorithm being, if many people love me, then I must be important. This can be written a different way. I hate myself but I am going to transform myself into something charismatic so that everyone loves me, and if people love me, then I won't hate myself anymore. Most actors are doomed, because the self-hatred never goes away. Even for the few that achieve the kind of success that is recognizable by the greater population, I speak about fame. Roughly one-tenth of SAG is made up of actors able to support themselves by their acting alone, and only 2% approach what might be called famous. So even for those fortunate few, the demons of self-doubt inevitably whisper songs of unworthiness, or else the subject is so insulated in fantasies of grandeur that he lives a life of hermetic madness. He might function in the world but his eyes see hardly beyond his own pumpkin head. Nothing lasts. 
not even the films themselves. Look at Edwin S. Porter's Jack and the Beanstalk, Life of an American Fireman, and The Great Train Robbery, and George Cooker's A Star is Born, works of art ripped and deformed. This speaks of the destruction of film classics, the ostensibly most durable vehicle and storage facility for actors' souls, nonchalantly defaced. And these are the respected films of their day. Goodness forbid the contemplation of the fates of the lesser-known films, ships of fool actors' souls adrift and lost in the tides of eternity. So, the actor is someone with the need for immortality who will never find it, often a locus of intensely driven ambition that can only flare out or burn up in a quick, bright moment. This situation has left generations of actors broken on our...